episode 375 of the Doctor of Day, a Doctor Who podcast. My name is David, and I'm here with my wife, Ginger. Hello. Today we're going to talk about the final episode of The Androids of Tara. Yes, we begin again with the uh, Count's men that have taken off of Ramana. Zardek sends some of his men off to follow them, but they're probably halfway to Castle Grok by the time they get out there, they say. Farah says to Zadek how she almost admires Grandel for the amount of nerve it had taken to, to come there and distract them while his men kidnapped Ramana. And um, Zadek says, I admire him. I should have killed him in when he came in the door, truce or not. And the nerve is something he's not had any problem with. So Humana is taken back to the dungeon with the king, and Grendel says, well, I knew you couldn't live without her, and um, so I brought her back for you, and restored to you the bride-to-be, and he leaves, and Humana says, what is that, a joke? He says, oh, Grendel never jokes. I said, he'll marry you to me and then you'll become queen and he'll kill me and then marry you and then you become a widow and then he'll be king to the count in his uh, main room uh, his court room he calls for the Archimandrite and he tells them that he wants them to perform a marriage and he tells him that it would be the king marrying Princess Strata and that the king is not well he fears the king is near death and that the Archimandrite will have to perform the funeral rites not long after and then there'll be a second wedding and he tells him it'll be his own to the king's widow so Farah Sardek and the doctor are studying a map of Castle Grok, and the doctor sees only one plan. Someone from the inside needs to locate and um, throw the lever that um, controls the gate so that Zadek and his men can surround the castle, take the guard by surprise under cover of darkness, and get inside the castle. And he says, well, who will do that? He says, he points to himself. And he says, what, one man alone? He's like, no, one man and his dog. The Count uh, is touring his dungeons, it seems. Next, he visits Princess Trella. And uh, she says, he offers her again his plan. And she says, I've told you many times that I will not marry you under any circumstances, and I will not marry the king under these circumstances. You can kill me if you like. Um, and he tells her that, well, he might do that because she has become expendable. The count then visits Ramana and the king again. Um, he is very weak, and uh, he refuses the Count's plan, so Grendel then 
threatened the life of the princess if Romana and the king did not go through with the wedding. So they solemnly, quietly acquiesce because they don't want to kill the, an innocent person by not going through with it. The doctor and canine are set off in a boat to um, to get into the tunnel. Um, Zardek says that the castle walls at that point and near the tunnel where they're going to get to are over a foot thick, so be careful and take care or whatever. Doctor refuses Farah's sword that he offers them and they row away off to find this tunnel. Gundel prepares everything and talks to Custis and tells him that this is what the plan is and that we will be watchful if any any sign of trouble you head to the dungeons and take care of Ramana and the princess Grendel will take care of the king himself so the Archimandrite has left and come back dressed in his ceremonial finest and ready to perform the ceremony Ramana is now dressed as Princess Strella, and the king is in a, a red dress coat. Um, the king tries to fight back to Grendel, but again, he threatens the life of the princess. The doctor and canine have located the, the wall in the tunnel they need to cut through, and canine is using his laser to cut through again, slowly. We hear wedding bells in the background. Doctor and K9 hear them as well. The the couples are the couple rather is led out of the cell, and then as they go into these shadowy, um, the dark tunnels, as they leave the the dungeon, the music switches to more of a sinister march type music. So K9 has cut through the area. Um, he needs to a hole so the doctor can get inside. So the doctor heads in and warns K9 to uh, stay with the boat because I'm sure there are a lot of stairs in there and just be careful and don't fall in. Again, he says, be careful. And heads away from the, the opening and then we hear the doctor stumble and fall and then come back and tell K9 to be careful again. The couple kneel before the Archimandrite. The doctor takes a look around inside the castle, finds Lamia's lab, and looks around a little bit, and we see him pocket something, and then move back, uh, move on to other parts of the castle. So they, the Archimandrite asks the king if he agrees to marry the princess, and after a very long pause, he says, I do. And then as the Archimandrite asks Romana or Strella if she would marry the king, um, the doctor interrupts from the back of the room and says, no, no, she doesn't. Count confronts him and says, you seem to make a habit of meddling in my affairs. The doctor walks in and says, yes, yes, I do. Um, the Count draws his sword. Uh, the Count's man, Till, punches the doctor and he doubles over and Count says um, something about 
to you know defend yourself and Dutcher looks back and moves his coat says, I seem to have forgot my sword. He says, I have no desire to kill a man without a sword in his hand. Silly Dave Graft um, tosses the Dutcher a sword and says he'll give him a fencing lesson before he dies. So we have a very um, focused scenes of the Dutcher and Count Grendel fencing. Um, as this goes on, various people assemble, they're watching, uh, the Doctor improves, and Grendel says as much, and then Doctor gets his sword tip up to, to Grendel's face, but then backs off, continues to fight. He even bests Grendel and knocks his sword out of his hand, but motions to him to go pick it up. So they continue the fight once more. Uh, as things start to go badly, Costas heads off to the dungeons. Um, Romana sees him leave and follows after him. The king takes a sword and uh, stops Till from am trying to enter into the fight and ambush the doctor. As the fencing, the, the match heats up, the doctor at one point uh, decides, tells the king to find the gate control. So the king gets uh, Till to show him where it is, and he gets that released so Zadok's men can come in and fight, and we hear them starting to fight with the guards of the castle. The doctor and Grendel move their fight out into the shadowy corridors outside of the room and continue on outside. Costas goes to attack Strella and Romana has followed him down and she comes in and as Strella circles around the room to avoid Costas, Romana picks up the tapestry she was working on or the embroidery of some kind in the stretched frame and bonks Costas over the head with it and traps him within this frame. As he stumbles, Strella picks up a vase and smashes him on the head and knocks him out. So the two princesses meet. The doctor alerts Grendel to the noise that they hear of his castle being taken over by Zardex men. He says, give it up, Grendel. Hear that? Grendel says, stops and says, Grendel, draft, and we never surrender. So he walks to the edge of the castle wall, throws down his sword, and says, next time I will not be so lenient. Throws it down and jumps off into the moat and swims away. The doctor re-enters the castle and the, the assembled room where the king and everyone is, and the king is um, says his thank yous and how can he ever repay him and why not stay here and help us and in this he says oh no it was nothing and where's Romana so they said oh Kirster Kirster and the dungeons he, she followed him at, down there and Strella and the king runs off follows off behind the doctor as the doctor grabs his sword up again and runs off to uh, find them doctor hides his 
sword under his scarf and pops up the door and says, Nobody move! And we see Princess Strela and Ramana talking about the different stitches um, in her tapestry or embroidery work that she'd been working on in her captivity. And uh, they figure out which one is which and says, Oh, nice to meet you, but you know, we have some important business. And Ramana says, Oh, it's a segment! So they run off together. The king comes in and he and Strella are reunited. The doctor and Ramana in Lamia's lab and she's looking all over for the segment. She says, well, use the tracer. So she pulls that out of her sleeve or her somewhere and um, traces it around the room to his pockets. And uh, says, oh, she realizes it's a joke, and she's, um, she says, you were very careless. She says, you know, I'll be sorry to leave Tar. She says, sorry, I didn't catch one fish, not one fish. And she says, well, speaking about forgotten things, where's K-9? So he says, oh, K-9. So he goes out and looks over the castle wall, calls for K-9, and K-9 is adrift in the moat. The end. I love the sword fighting. I know you do. <laughs> it's my favorite part. The whole key to time, I think. Maybe. But, uh, anyway, I, I think that we still have a lot that happens. Mm hmm. Um, we do. I guess a wrapping up of the. Grendel's last-ditch plan, you know, he's had to uh, make some changes on the fly uh, with the, the wrinkles of Ramana and the doctor being present in his machinations, mm -hmm. so, but uh, he is very good at what he does, <laughs> plot and murder and oh, Grendel. Uh, mayhem, yeah, Grendel. I, th I think it was interesting. It's kind of weird, though, that he calls for the Archimandrite to perform his wedding, but then he tells him the rest of his plan. Like, okay, don't you think that he's going to question you on that? Yeah. <laughs> he already thinks you're after the throne because he kind of accused you in the, at the coronation. So I guess, you know, maybe there isn't anything he could do. Yeah, is that like confessing to a priest, maybe? Maybe. We don't know really what the what he is. He is some type of If it's his title or his name. Yeah, political, quasi-religious officiant. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, that was kind of weird to me. Yeah, and me too. Not really, it didn't have to go that far with it. Because the king and... Romana has already told Romana what Grendel's plan is going to be. So it's just validation that, yes, that is what he's planning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I laugh when uh, Zardik says that, oh, the castle walls not, by the tunnel there are over one foot thick. I'm thinking, yeah, uh-huh. And how thick were the pavilion of the summer winds walls supposed to be? That was corrugated cardboard. At least it was dark. 
in the tunnel area because they were really mm-hmm. it was an on location shot. Um, so you couldn't really see how thin it probably was that they were cutting through. Yeah, maybe not. And the cutting did go better in this one. Yeah, I didn't notice. The, the flame this did time. follow better. But that was what I said yesterday that it'll, he'll cut through. He'll, we'll see you come cut again <laughs> in this story. And that's what it was. He cuts their way into the castle. So, But uh, when the doctor's urging him on, he says, A hamster with a blunt pen, ni- pen knife would do better. It would do as faster than you. I've always liked that one. A hamster with a blunt pen Personally, I think it took a little too long. Um, there were times they used it the way I think they should have, which is you have the story, the bits of the, that are advancing the plot. Mm-hmm. Romana doing her thing, whatever. Um, and then you use the sword fight as the grout between the tiles that are making up the story, right? Mm-hmm. That's they did it that way occasionally, <clears throat> but not always. And it's those not always that made it feel like it just went on a little too long. Yeah. Especially, it's especially made bad, I think, because you can tell that Tom Baker has never held a sword in his life, mm. or certainly never swung one. They do the little actor tricks of grappling with each other and things like that so that they don't have to swing as much or so they can help guide the sword where they need it to go. Plus it was edited kind of funny in that there were times when the stunt double for Count Grendel would swing and stop the sword and you could tell he was stopping it not because it hit another sword but because he was supposed to make us think he hit another sword ah. because the cameraman is where the swordsman would be mm-hmm. um, yeah and so that sort of destroyed any illusion for me that there was an actual sword fight going on I'm more easily swayed to the means of it and that's okay and I understand that and I, but I do, I, watching it again, I can, from this perspective, I can see how it does go on too long. Um, cool as it is to see the doctor sword fighting. Um, it does go on a little bit too long. Um, especially when they go out into the shadow, the hallways, mm. the corridors, because it's, it's really very, um, there's a bright light from off in the distance, so in the foreground is all shadow, and then we see some light as they cross in front of it, mm-hmm. but it's really very shadowy and dark. It is the same when they, uh, when the uh, royal couple um, walk out of the dungeons and into that area, it's still it's the same lighting, very hard to see anything really. Mm. At that point, though, it actually, it, it's really nice how, sorry, getting away from the sword fight, but, but in the, the shadowy tunnel or corridor area, it, it works to the advantage of, of that scene where they're walking out of the dungeons and through this shadowy area. 
um, off to do something they don't want to do. You know, and the wedding bells, the lighter music of the wedding bells is replaced by the um, incidental music, which is more, almost more of a funeral march where they're going off to um, perform a ceremony in order mm. to save the princess. Mm-hmm. So I didn't mind that dark corridor scene there, but with the, in the sword fight, you really can't see anything anymore right. anyway. So that's kind of lost on you, so you kind of just don't even need to see that part anyway. Um, I think that just them going out of the main room, you'd know they're probably going to end up outside, so they could have just skipped right to being outside and fighting Yeah. Um, to the point where the Zardex men are there and storming, his ca- storming Count's castle and... The doctor tries to get him to um, to give up. That's really only that's the place they needed to get to, so you could have cut out a bit more in that middle there to get to there. But yeah, I, there are parts of it that I really like. Even when they start, he says, "I forgot my sword." <laughs> he takes a stance and pulls his his uh, frock coat back as if he has a scabbard there. <laughs> Oh, I don't have it. I'm surprised he didn't pull one out of his pockets. Yeah, really. He probably could fit one in there. <laughs> um, it's just funny how um, the doctor goes soon to get one up on him. He's like, oh, all of a sudden he, you know, he says you're improving, and then he gets his sword tip right up to Randall's face and. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really not necessary. I understand, but you know, they did have to show a little bit of the turn that the doctor starts to get the upper sword hand, so that Costas would go to the end of the dungeons and take over and try to, you know, like you said, there that, are things that, that were cementing. vital for them to yeah. show. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But if they're going to make it that long, they need to make something else the focus mm-hmm. and use it this as punctuation mm-hmm. and they did throw in a couple things where you know like teal is sees how things are starting to go badly and grab picks up a weapon mm-hmm. and tries to enter the fight and you know king says oh no you don't and <laughs> and, and this show of strength you know takes the, the sword away from him and says and holds him back uses his opportunity of the fight to tell the king to uh, open the gate control. So they threw in some things, but they still could have trimmed it a little. Yeah. For the episode's sake. Not for mine. Cause Not I for yours, it, but, but yeah. Yeah. What did you think of the resolution? Or no, not that we're not going to the resolution yet, I guess. Um, well, you mentioned when they were, when the doctor is having her monologue for the segment. 
you what was your point saying about why does he always have to remind her to use oh, Jane's yeah. herb? Yeah. It seems like every time they think they're going to have trouble finding the segment, and the doctor has to remind her that they have a little device that'll tell them exactly how to get to it. Use the, use the tracer. Use the tracer. Like, yeah. And she always has it. Why does she not remember to use it? Yeah. She almost always has it, rather. Only when the doctor hasn't stolen it from her. Yeah. Um, and she brought it in the first place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you think she would remember to use it because the White Guardian gave it to her. Um, yeah, there was that. There was really no question about what the doctor took from Lamia's lab. Even no. they didn't show him picking up what he picked up. It's like, what else would he get from there? What are they missing? What did they come there for? Yeah. So it wasn't a surprise that he had it. That he no, picked not it up at all. What was the only thing stolen from him? Mm-hmm. From her, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think of the, the story overall? Do you want to talk about it? Ending uh, I, well, it doesn't matter. We could talk about either. Okay, well, what? Uh, what did you think of the resolution then of the of the um, story we're involved in? Not so much seeing it. I think it's interesting that uh, basically they chose to let Grendel escape. Mm. Yeah, good point. That's not something you often see in anything, but especially sci-fi. Yeah. They did not bring out the dark side of the doctor that killed the bad guy. Right. Or caused the death of the bad guy or anything like that. Um, You know, he didn't run him through with his sword or electrocute him with the sword, whatever you do with the the electronic sword like that. Um, Yeah, he lets him jump off and watches him swim away. Mm -hmm. In fact, and says, um, throws his helmet in after him, says, you forgot your helmet throws it into the water with him. Unless he was hoping to brain him with it. Possibly, <laughs> but I doubt it. Yeah, it's doubtful. Yeah, that's a good observation that it hasn't happened uh, for a while that the bad guy gets away when it's not the master. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah, that may be the last <clears throat> time it's happened, actually. Hmm. I can't remember. So he lives to scheme another day. Hmm. So I guess are we to believe that the political life on Tara may kind of stay the same. You know, there'll probably be an era of peace since the king and Strella are reunited and they probably will get married. It looks like it. Now that it's not under duress. Yeah. Um, Because she says she did not want to marry him under those circumstances, so. Uh, 
But if Grendel's still out there, he may still plot or against them and their the game of the Tyrant Throne continues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably, anyway. So um did you like the story as a whole? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And I thought it was very well uh <clears throat> realized, I guess. Mm-hmm. They like we said throughout, there weren't really any slow parts. Yeah. I think that even much as I like um, Rebus Operation and Pirate Planet, um, they I like different things about them, but for I can say more about the Stones of Blood and Androids of Tara that the I like the complete story. All of it, pretty much all of it, mm. mostly about this one. I mean, there are uh, there there's it's like there's more I like in each one up to this point to this one that I like almost the entire thing. So I liked more in Stones of Blood than I maybe did in Pirate Planet. More from Pirate Planet that I liked in Rebels. So kind of um, go the with each the progression, yeah. But this is the the first of the four that I can really kind of say that I would like all of it. Um, there aren't too many slow parts where even as younger, with my VCR and my remote control, that I, I would fast forward much through mm-hmm. um, because I like to watch most all of it. So it really is very action packed and. Um, a lot of humor and just a, a lot of fun with the intrigue of, of the story. And I think in this one, it's a little bit different because, for one, they find the segment right away. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of like pushed aside, maybe seen once in the in the next episode or once in the third episode <laughs> you know uh, very little mention um, it's not used in any way either it, in like Stones of Blood it was used to transform uh, to set up hyperspace to um, transform objects other powers that it has mm-hmm. so they were actually using the segment just not knowing what it was um Whereas this where it sat in her lab, transformed for the whole story. <laughs> so the story has almost become more about the people on the planet and their involvement with that story. Yeah. And Which, there's a certain uh, refreshing aspect in that so far, all of the episodes have been about the recovery of the piece, figuring out what the segment was and recovering it. Mm-hmm. Well, now we get a little change back to what we would think of as normal Doctor Who. Right. It just happens to have this this one thing thrown in, almost as a you know tertiary plot device. Right. Um, which is really the the overarching story. Yeah. 
I don't think that that's why I like it so much. But no, it's a sword fight. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it, it makes me think of well, or rather the other way around, it, the Princess Bride sword fight makes me think of this. Mm. So I saw this one so much, and so especially the one early on with uh, yeah Montoya and well Wesley. The Dread Pirate Roberts. The Dread Pirate Roberts, yeah. Um, when they just keep fighting on and on and on and on, you know. Yeah, that one's a little different, though, yeah. in that there's a lot more humor in it, a lot more quips. Yes. And taunting, humorous taunting. Yes, there's more taunting. This is a, I don't want to say they said nothing at all, but it seemed like they didn't say that much. No, no, not that much. But, um, yes, other than the sword fight, though, I do like this, uh, this episode for many reasons. It's, it's very quick-paced, and it's very easy to, uh, interesting to follow. Even the little, the plots and plans of the Count, um, either succeeding or failing or don't bother me as much as some other ones where they've had similar things where they go on drone on and on about their plan for this and that I think there's more action to back up what these plans are mm -hmm. that you follow it better more than just their talk of what they're going to do or their argument about what they're going to do because um, here we have two factions and two political groups and uh, it just seems it feels different because it seems like there's much more going on you witness more of what's going on instead of just hearing the, the characters tell you about it mm -hmm. you find yourself not caring as much about what the real problems are on your planet <laughs> whereas here you they kind of just jump right in and it's funny because, as well, because, you know, Romana was going off to get the segment on her own, and she's going to be gone like an hour, so this is going to be like their shortest trip ever, mm -hmm. and the doctor was going to go fishing. Yep. <laughs> hey, you handle it. I'm going to fish, because I deserve a break after 500 years or so, whatever he said. Um, and then it becomes one of the most involved one where they're the most involved. Right. So. Anything else for you? No, I don't think so. Alrighty. So our next story. Yes. Power of Crawl. Sounds a little more ominous than the Android Rebellion. Not if you've seen it. No, I, no. I said sounds. I didn't say it was. <laughs> sounds. So that's what we will talk about next time. The first part of The Power of Crawl.
Monday, right? On Monday. Hey. So join us then, and thank you for listening.